Philippians chapter 2, verses 1 through 11. So if there is any encouragement in Christ, any comfort from love, any participation in the Spirit, any affection and sympathy, complete my joy by being of the same mind, having the same love, being in full accord and of one mind. Do nothing from selfish ambition or conceit, but in humility count others more significant than yourselves. Let each of you look not only to his own interests, but also to the interests of others. Have this mind among yourselves, which is yours in Christ Jesus, who, though he was in the form of God, did not count equality with God a thing to be grasped, but emptied himself by taking the form of a servant, being born in the likeness of men. And being found in human form, he humbled himself by becoming obedient to the point of death, even death on a cross. Therefore, God has highly exalted him and bestowed on him the name that is above every name, so that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow, in heaven and on earth and under the earth, and every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. This is the word of the Lord, and we thank you, God, for your word, that it has the power to transform us. Would you shape and mold us into your image in Jesus' name? You say that if there is any encouragement in Christ, any comfort from love, any participation in the Spirit, any affection and sympathy, Paul says, complete my joy by being of the same mind having the same love, being in full accord and of one mind. And Father, we say, yes, yes, there is encouragement in Christ. God, we are deeply encouraged by the person of Jesus Christ. We are not devoid of hope as are so many, but we are encouraged not just by your resurrection and ascension, not just by the sending of your spirit, but by your promised return. You have overcome sin and death. You gave us a model for how to live. You empower us to live in that way by your spirit. And you don't just call us servants, but you call us friends because you make known to us your will, your mind by your spirit. You took all your cosmic power and you stepped into seven pounds of human flesh, manifesting the power and the glory of God in a human baby in the weakest possible form. You made yourself approachable. We are deeply encouraged in Christ and we have comfort from love. You have poured out your love into our hearts by your spirit. You, Father, have loved us even when we are unlovable. Still, you accept us. You draw us into your fold. You reach out to us as we cry out for help and you pull us up out of the miry pit. And we have participation in the Spirit. We recognize your abiding presence even right now. At this very moment, we recognize that you are with us by your Spirit and we have affection and we have sympathy as members of the body of Christ that we cannot say to one another, I have no need of you because you have knit us together with Jesus Christ as our head. 
and we respond to this exhortation to complete the apostles' joy by being of the same mind and having the same love, being in full accord and of one mind. And would you do this by your spirit in the body of Christ today? We pray for our own local churches, for our own small groups and families. Would you make us of one mind? Would we be in full accord, united in the gospel of Jesus Christ? May we have this same love that is in us by the Spirit. Would you heal the divisions in the body of Christ? And may we do nothing from selfish ambition or conceit, but in humility would we count others more significant than ourselves. Spirit of God, help us in this regard as we are bent towards selfishness. Would you help us in humility to count others more significant than ourselves? And we recognize that this is a miraculous thing. That as we spend time with you, Father, as we see the world from your perspective, as we understand the state of our own souls relative to you, and we see the magnitude of your forgiveness, and we see the incredible gulf, the chasm that you crossed in order to bring us into your household, would we do likewise? Forgive us for the ways that we've exalted ourselves above others, for the ways that we've prioritized our own needs at the expense of others. Father, we see this at the very heart, at the very center of Christian love. May we do nothing from selfish ambition. Father, forgive us for the ways that we have been selfishly motivated, for our ambitions to elevate ourselves, even within spiritual ministry, even within the church, to use the church as a platform or spiritual things to be recognized by others. God, forgive us. Cleanse our hearts and our minds. Renew us and make us like your son, Jesus. You say to let each of us look not only to his own interests, but also to the interests of others. And Father, we ask, would you open our eyes? Even today, would you open our eyes to the needs of those around us? Would we become cognizant of the interests of others? Our spouses, our children, our roommates and bosses, our peers our fellow church members? Would we see what interests them? Would we see what needs they have? Would we prioritize those as far as it belongs to us? And would we have this mind among us, which is ours in Christ Jesus? Thank you, God, that we are not left to try to manifest this type of love on our own, but we have your mind. By your spirit, the mind of Jesus is ours. And we take great comfort in this fact. Because Jesus, though he was in the form of God, did not count equality with God a thing to be grasped, but emptied himself by taking the form of a servant, being born in the likeness of men. What a shocking revelation. And I pray today that the magnitude of this thought would penetrate our hearts, would unsettle us, would frame the futility of our own selfish ambition of trying to make a name for ourselves, that Jesus, being God, did not try to make a name for himself, but emptied himself, taking the form of a servant, washing the feet of his disciples, being born in the likeness of men. 
And being found in human form, he humbled himself by becoming obedient to the point of death, even death on a cross. A humiliating, tortuous, painful death. And again, Father, forgive us for all the ways that we buck your authority, for all the ways that we elevate ourselves above others, for the ways we have caused others pain in pursuit of our own self-preservation. This is the way of Jesus, the way of the cross, the way of pain and suffering. And it's not pain and suffering without hope. We look forward to the resurrection, but we don't discount the path that takes us through the suffering of the cross. Like the Apostle Paul, who was put on display as men condemned to die, death at work in us, yet life at work in others. May that be true of us, and may we be sustained by the Spirit of God, even as death is at work in us, that life would be at work in others. May we find our sustenance in you, Jesus. May we find our satisfaction in you, that desire for prominence, that desire for renown and notoriety. May we find it in you that the God of the universe looks down on us and sees us, has entered into our mess, walks alongside of us and says, pronounces over us, this is my servant in whom I am well pleased. We are sons and daughters of the living God. Is that not sufficient for us? Holy Spirit, would you help us to internalize that fact? Therefore, God has highly exalted Jesus and bestowed on him the name that is above every name so that at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow in heaven and on earth and under the earth and every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Jesus, we recognize your station, that you are highly exalted, that your name is above every name, and we voluntarily bow our knee before you today. And we confess that you are Lord, and we ask that this confession would be to the glory of God the Father. Would you search our hearts again today by your Spirit in any way that we are not submitted to you, any way that we have retained lordship for ourselves, or we are obeying voices other than your own? Would you expose it? And may we repent and realign our lives with your lordship, surrendering our minds and our eyes and our tongues and our hands and feet, our energy and our countenance, our finances and our futures and our families surrendered to you, trusting that you have our best interests in mind, even if it goes through the way of pain. That you are Lord, you retain all authority for yourself. We recognize that, we bow our knees before you. You alone are worthy and by your name alone are men and women saved. We honor you. We praise you and we worship you today in Jesus' name. Amen.